The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Break. Uh, in studio joining us today is Brian Brothers, replacing Derek Eagleton, he, who is somewhere at the beach in Mexico, enjoying the sun. Meanwhile, everyone else around the league is worrying about free agency and, and what to do to improve their team. So there's a lot of things happening um, around the league in that regard, but... First, let's start off with the Cowboys and what's going on with them and what they have done and haven't done so far. One of the free agents that was much talked about since the beginning of this year was Cole Beasley. What was going to happen with him and his contract, wanting some money. It came out that he's moving on and going to the Buffalo Bills. $29 million, four years. And just wanted to get your impression on this whole contract is it is it telling that derek went to cabo during the week that free agency opened like did he know did part, he, he know part of the team <laughs> he knew something he's part of the team uh i mean if you've been following the cowboys i don't think you should be surprised that cole beasley is gone uh you know you kind of you can kind of set the stage. You can, I mean, you know, your surprises always happen. I bring it up all the time. I was shocked that Terrence Williams came back two years ago, but uh, Cole was pretty confident that somebody was going to offer him a bun- bunch of money. He's been saying it since October. The Bills did fourteen million guaranteed. He turns thirty next month. I think. I don't. You know, you can make fun of him all you want. Maybe you don't want to live in Buffalo, or maybe you think their offense is going to be bad. But uh, I'll take that financial stability every day of the week. Good for him. Um, so not, not surprised at all. Um, that's pretty much my reaction to it. It's about par for the course. Now, when you talk about the slot receiver position and what the Cowboys are planning on doing here, maybe utilizing some of their own guys or maybe addressing this through the draft, what could the Cowboys fans expect to be done at this specific position? I'm actually... Sorry, I mean, if one... I, I'm actually writing about that as we speak. Shameless plug, AG. Um... I think it remains to be seen. I think, okay, so you know the guys that are on this team. Alan Hearns is a guy that they've pegged as a possibility in the slot. He had a 1,000-yard season playing mainly in the slot for Jacksonville. Uh, he's recovering from a terrible ankle injury, so that's TBD. Cedric Wilson is a guy that people like to throw around. Lance Lenore is a guy that's done it in the preseason. Haven't seen him do it in a real football game yet. Um, and then there's the draft. I, I mean, so you're probably talking about young production one way or the other, if I had to guess. But, you know, we're three days into free agency. Things can change. Go make a run at uh, Golden Tate. I know. Yeah, that's. I knew Brian was going to say that. Yeah, if we're, if we're getting into the situation right now where uh, we're going we're gonna to start seeing some bargains here and you get some guys that are probably looking at some one-year deals, maybe to try and you know, get with a team and then maximize, much like we saw with – uh, with the Honey Badger, you know, with Tyron Matthew. You last know, you, year, last not this year. year. Yeah, yeah, last year. But no, you get with a team and then you, you kind of have some production and all of a sudden then it can parlay that into a, a bigger contract. I, I don't know what Golden Tate's demands are, but to your point, you could look at his situation on a one-year deal. You can look at some of the other – it looks like some of the other slot players that you wanted to, the Crowders of the world – uh, the kid at Tampa, you know, Humphreys, Humphreys uh, you know, are going to sign back. Keep an eye on that one, by the way, with Humphreys. He might be going back to Tampa. He's, oh, you don't think the deal's going to go well, through? Well, I'm hearing some whispers this morning that That's, maybe that, that he might have, like, the change of heart like we saw with Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr. So keep an eye on that. That's the funny thing, you know, and, and for the most part, these things are going to go through. But, like, these deals have been happening since noon on Monday, and none of them can be signed until 3 o'clock today. Yeah. Cole Beasley could change his mind for yeah. all we know. Uh, so that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Is it, We're still technically in the legal tampering window. But, but you're, yeah, you're right, though, about I, I, there's plenty of options there. And, well, and, and where, but what you can also think about, too, is how do you, how do you, you know, you, you have now Jason Witten on your team, and he could make up for some of the things that you don't, the limitations that you might have with Cole Beasley with not having, replacing numbers, underneath numbers, that is. 
So I mean I I don't I don't have a problem with Cole Beasley moving on because I think there's I think there's other options out there the draft free agency whatever you need to do you can fill this role. Let's let's pull it back because the Cole Beasley thing kind of falls right into Cowboys free agency conundrum every single year which is we're 3 days into this thing the Cowboys have done nothing. It's a yearly source of consternation among the fan base um but are are we not par for the course and is free agency not far from being over i mean uh, this is what they do every year yeah. and and at some point you know at some point the fans are i don't know i mean they're not going to be done with it because you know they say that all the time like well I'm, i know i'm not dealing with this anymore but you still come back but i can understand their frustration because you know they keep doing the same thing and it's not good enough i mean at, at some point you're gonna have to to say well we're gonna have to go and get some free agents to help because just drafting and just doing this will get them so far so i think i think this is par for the course and i and i think they're gonna they're gonna shoot a 90 I guess if you keep doing this, my, I'm not I'm not ready to be frustrated yet because I mean, I'm not frustrated. I just know the fans are. And I think they have a right to be because the, you see other teams getting better. And the Cowboys haven't done anything to get the, better. The problem I have and Nick and you live this with us in the early 2000s is we were God awful as a team. And we were god-awful at evaluating players, and we were god-awful at signing free agents, and we spent way too much money and didn't get anything from it. Give me the team that can draft and sign its own. Give me, you know, I, my, my roster, and again, we need, we'll get into this one day, and I've tried to get into it before. This roster, to me, is a top 10 roster. You've been saying that a lot. And, but we talk about the coaching. We talk about the head coach. And that, that is another story for another day. But this roster, I think if it had a different head coach, would probably be we wouldn't uh, uh, – drafting and signing your own would be acceptable. That, that's, that would be acceptable to the fans. But to your point, though, yeah, I think you have to supplement things. But I also hearken back to the days when you first started with this team and you used to write nice things about us when you really didn't mean nice things about us, when you're trying to all the crap that we signed. And, I, you know, there's, okay. there's, there's levels to this. Now, just let me finish a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's levels to this. You know, the, I, I trust what these pro guys are going to do here. I trust that they'll go out. If they can go out and get a Golden Tate or get somebody on a one-year deal, you know, a, a, this thing doesn't have to be, okay, let's dive into the pool head first. Oh, we just hit our head on a rock, you know. that That's where yeah. I think that a lot of teams – you look at some of the teams that are making early moves – it's teams that traditionally don't draft well. Look at all the crap that John Dorsey had to deal with with roster at Cleveland. Now he's having to turn the whole team over, you know. And that a lot of it is, and that's a team that had a lot of draft picks and had ability to go sign guys. Which no, you you play into my point. And I, I agree with both of you, and people have been saying this for the last few days. There has to be a happy medium somewhere, right? Because. Have you seen a deal get signed or agreed to in the last three days that you're like, yeah, I wish I wish the Cowboys had done that. Because honestly, like honestly, I haven't. A three and a fifth for uh, Antonio Brown. You got to take that contract on though. Amendola. See, no, Amendola's on the wrong side of thirty. Uh, uh, what I mean, I'm not trying to give Tyron Matthew fifty million dollars to be paid. And you know, I went to LSU. I'm uh, that amount of money scares the crap out of me. One that really stands out. Um, Philly got Malik Jackson for thirty million, and I don't know. I don't know the guarantees off the top of my head, but that one intrigued me, especially with the needs that this team has at defensive tackle. But the main point being the the huge gobs of money that are getting splashed around. I'm not interested in that. But it's Wednesday now. We're heading yeah. into the second phase. This is where I would like to see something get done, and this is what you know. Let I me mean, let's. I can't believe I'm you get the off. One. You get off their back if they sign Earl Thomas. Yes, you guys. Yes. Are you kidding me? Especially. No, I, I, okay. Especially you've been screaming now, for safety the whole year, so I know. Which, I know where you're going. Well, here. Nick, Nick, you yeah. don't come on the Everybody. break, but Nick <laughs> yeah. is the Nick has been the cheerleader for Earl since January of 20. Okay, and I was Are told we today, today it's done. Okay, it's, it's a done deal. It's not going to happen. It's a dead deal, is what I meant to say. Which <laughs> that's frustrating to hear because frustrating at, at this point. No, you said the Cowboys are dead here. That's what I've been told, but I mean, you, who knows? I'll believe it when i see I, i'll it. believe all of it but 
But no, dead from the couch. Let me finish here. I mean, he's, no, he's, dead, this is the story it's, it's here. Awesome. This is, he's got stuff to say today. No, no, no. This no, is the story. This is well, he's hearing was, something that I we need to know. That, is, that they're not interested right now. They're just not interested right now. They're not now. interested because of the money. Because of the yeah. money. Okay. Because of it sounds like he's doing something else, going to go somewhere else. But my issue there, and I know you had a point you were still finishing, but my issue goes back to Demarcus Lawrence way back in January. Why, why are we sending offers in late? February, early March to them when they know what they need to do. If they could have got a deal done here, you could free up maybe eight to nine, ten million dollars this year to go get a guy like an, an Earl Thomas or somebody when when they can make they can structure this thing. Right now he's sitting at twenty million. And I know that they might get him off the books at some point, but they're not looking to go make a deal right now. And some of these deals could go by when I feel like they haven't done everything they need to do and get Demarcus into the contract he needs to get into. So no intention ever of signing Earl Thomas here, then, right? No, I'm not saying it's no intention. I just was was told today that it sounds I don't, like yeah. it's not it's I don't not happening you, right now. I don't think you can say that, but yeah, and that's it's not surprising to hear because they're always going to want to do it at their price. Which the fact that Earl Thomas doesn't have a deal on Wednesday morning tells me that his price is already lower than it was expected to be. Right. Which that's where it starts to get frustrating. I don't mind the Cowboys. Same agent as Collins, by the way. Whose deal did they get done first? Same agent as that dude's got safeties. like every yeah. safety. Yeah. yeah. Um, Funny last name, by the way. Mugalata. Yeah. 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 It's um, like a muffalata. Yeah. Thank you. Great sandwich with <laughs> I, olive. I don't, I don't begrudge. I don't begrudge the Cowboys for not wanting to splash fifty million guaranteed on players. But when you're talking about being able to sign an all-pro safety at a discount or some of these other fans veteran killed your deals. Boy. Fans killed your boy Carr. Then they kill him. B Carr? Yeah. Yeah, they killed him. Well, and They killed Crawford, that's too, the, right? That's the type of contract that they should be avoiding. We're but the there fans. are lesser the, yeah. deals out there that, that, they, that they could get done. We're the fan base. If we, if we know how much money you're making, we'll, we'll remind you of that. That's fans in general. Yeah. That's not a Cowboy-specific yeah. yeah. thing. What's up with Le'Veon Bell? What, what am I hearing there? Unless is it Jets or yeah. is it? Is it's Jets. It's Jets. It's okay. Jets. Why? I was just showed something very at the last minute, right before we did this, that that he he put something on Instagram, like to Adam Schefter, like I need a lot more money than that to go to the Jets. Is, that, mean, a, is that a joke? Or? I don't know. I didn't see that. But again, <laughs> see, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. There's a lot of stations uh, devoting time right now to talking about Le'Veon Bell. I guess they're all wrong then, if that's the case. Well, yeah, that's what that's what I thought. It just I saw something that he had tweeted to Adam Schefter or, or sent something to him that no, said he's with the Jets. So that's interesting though with the Jets. I don't know if that's where you're headed, but I mean, some of these deals do affect the Cowboys. I mean, when you're looking at Zeke needing a new contract, and here comes Le'Veon Bell with. Four for fifty-two. Yeah, well, seems the, lower than I than I thought. Yeah. you would sit out a whole year for to get that. The D, he, I, I talked to somebody last night big. about There's the no D, the D four trade last night. You know, and the and that ended up being like seventeen five uh, seventeen five a year. Mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys would love to do a deal like D four just did with San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I well, don't, yeah. there's a big problem there. Demarcus Lawrence is a way better player than D. Ford. I'm just telling you though that when you know people like to say, "Well, does that make the deal better or worse for the Cowboys?" Which that's one of those better deals for the Cowboys if you look at that. How do you figure? Seventeen and a half a year. Seventeen and a half for a year for a guy that's not doesn't have half the resume as Tank. This 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 in, for the Cowboys. Okay, he could have signed for twenty two or twenty three. If I that would have been well, far but, worse. Uh, who's the other end? Who's the other end? That's oh uh, Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers. If I'm Demarcus Lawrence and I see what Trey Flowers and D Ford just got, I'm saying there ain't no way in hell I'm signing for less than twenty something. If these guys are getting. 18 and what 19. did flowers get 18 he got five 90 over five so yeah yeah like 18 what's the guarantee on it 40. i'm sorry i asked a question that no, no. 40 off the top of my head yeah, i like think. your capologist for the league these, i try but yeah. the, some of these moves you know they are affecting the cowboys they are, absolutely one way they are. i mean the wide receiver move is the one that's going to affect them the most i think the the, uh, the, the brown contract because of amari yeah yeah I mean, maybe, but... See, I, that's a tricky one, because you're talking about what a guy's going to do versus what a guy has done, but Antonio Brown, I don't. I mean, I don't that's know. That's a lot of money for an old man. <laughs> I can't bring myself to worry about... You know, you brought up Bell and Zeke, and that's an interesting conversation. 
I can't bring myself to worry about any of it until they figure out what they're doing with DeMarcus, honestly. And that and that's a good point is like you get lost in the stories of free agency, but that's the big one for me. And it everything kind of dominoes off of that is like I don't understand why they're playing hardball with this guy, and that's gonna color every other thing they do, because it's eaten up twenty million of their cap. So it makes him even less likely to spend money. He's not going to be part of the, the offseason program until he gets a deal. And I just don't really get it. I don't understand. You like That's you what's trade him. really, really upsetting to me. It's like, you know this is what you got. You know this is what's going to happen. You know this is the timeline. You should be prepared. You should have done this way in advance. And like you were saying, Nick, this is going to factor in on what you do here in free agency because now you're trying to figure out how the whole money situation plays in to everything, how you had that done already. Now you're looking at what free agent can you bring in here and better this team. And, and, and what else is, is happening? If you would have done that way before, you also got a surgery already in place for D-Law. Yeah, true. And you tell them, hey, we have a chance to get you some players, especially on defense, that uh, maybe in the back end that can help you. Ooh, He would sign. What's up? Let me break some news for you guys here on the break. Uh, Earl Thomas back not, in the mix. You better not say Jamez all the Wally. Earl Thomas intends to sign a four-year, $55 million deal with 32 in guarantees. Baltimore Ravens. So, yeah, that dream is dead. And is this the blue checkmark guy? This is Adam Schefter. Okay, that's a blue this checkmark is, this guy. This is Adam Schefter, uh, yeah. which that is more than everybody but uh, – Landon. Landon Collins got. Yeah, that's yeah. a sh- that's a wow, I almost cursed. That's a boatload of money. How much did you say again? 55 with 32 in guarantees. They lost Weddle, right? Yeah. Not which if we're being real, mm. that I mean, you know, we're sitting here saying, "Well, maybe you could get him two for two for 20 or two for 30." Yeah, not so much. We're kind of thinking that the longer this went that he didn't have a market there. And maybe that's- we were wrong. Maybe he's just being very selective with a bunch of nice deals because what's so 55 over four. I can't do math, guys. That's 13 points. So, I mean, he's not setting the market, but he's right up there with it. Mm -hmm. Do we think the Cowboys were going to go anywhere uh, north of 11? No, I don't think so. I don't think think they was the number. You surprised the number of years there. A little bit, yeah. I thought. Well, I'd like to see the contract. Not that I can just sit there and look at it and right. dissect it. You don't know I, how easy it is to get out of, and yeah. it's, a, it's twenty-two million guaranteed in the first nine months. So it sounds like it's front-loaded wow. to help out with his age. All right, next year we'll be talking about Earl again. <laughs> I thought, if anything, he, no, there's no question. I thought, if anything, two million in nine months. Mm-hmm. Dang. I thought, if anything, he might want to sign a short deal because. He's older. Yeah. He's of that caliber of player that he can kind of name his terms. And, you know, maybe he would rather try to sign multiple contracts, but doesn't sound like it. Yeah. And so good deal for him, though. No, great for him. Yeah. And honestly, you know, it sucks to say, but like if that's what it was going to cost, I don't buy. I don't really blame the Cowboys for not not doing it. Yeah. Fourteen, fifteen million dollars was not my cup of tea. Yeah. I was trying to. and, and And I thought if you could do it for two years. Twenty-two million and guarantee it. Yeah, maybe that's what you do. I, I just it, it's it's strange that 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 the Ravens, well, they, they you know they they waited and they they got the guy. Maybe that's exactly what they want. I'm interested what they would have paid Weddle because in Weddle, right? I, I mean, mean Weddle is similar. What's similar. The difference? Yeah, I mean, what's the difference there for for Weddle and for Earl Thomas? It just seems like well, maybe it's you know just somebody look at differently here, but. I don't know. Well, I don't know how, how many safeties are left. I mean, I think there's one that we have a drop of, maybe. Clinton Dix. Is oh, he's, ha ha. he's still out there? Ha-ha's out he's there. He's still out there, yeah. Jaleel Adai is out there. Trey Boston's <laughs> out there. There's several of those safeties, though, that the Cowboys didn't want anything to no, do that's, with. And that's, and that's where I think that people need to kind of you know, catch an idea about, you know, Earl Thomas about to sign. Uh, Darian Stewart from the Broncos. Is out there still? I just thought of Grover it. Quinn. I find I find myself having deja vu just because if I had to guess for one reason or another, they won't be interested in any of these guys. Yeah. And uh, How about our star evaluation on the website of Jeff Heath today. Good timing. How's that going to go over? Really good timing. <laughs> really good timing. Um, Not really, because I have to go and update it now. It's it's it's. I mean, like I said, I, I don't expect the Cowboys to drop fat stacks, but. This is it's it's interesting because, you know, at the combine last month, Stephen Jones said the phrase next step roughly 18 times. 
And uh, it's hard to buy that right now mm-hmm. uh, when you when you basically know that you know the star defensive end doesn't look like he's going to be in the building anytime in the foreseeable future. And as of right now, nothing has been done to improve this roster, which the, it's early. I get that, but the based only on what things, we've seen, the only things that they're counting on are two or right now that are different are two players that didn't play a snap last year: Travis and Witten. Yeah, which. I don't think you can undersell the impact that Travis Frederick could have on this team. That's great. That's he, awesome. Yes, if he can come back and be Travis Frederick. Jason Witten, um, I think the world of him, I don't know that that's going to make a drastic difference as opposed to last year, but we'll see. I could be wrong. Well, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we'll keep talking about free agency and some of the things that the Cowboys have done in, uh, in as far as Sean Lee and the linebacker position and what's going to happen there with Damian Wilson parting ways from the Cowboys. Kaboo, Texas is three days, six stages, over 100 artists, including The Killers, Lionel Richie, Leonard Skinner, Ms. Lauren Hill, Kid Rock, Alanis Morissette, Little Big Town, The Eight Vet Brothers, Counting Crows, Pitbull, Sting, The Black Eyed Peas, and the list goes on. Don't miss Kaboo, Texas. Single day and three day passes are on sale now. Visit KAABOOTexas.com to get your passes today. If you're like me and you love, I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. You want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers secrets stories and more what's steven jones thinking during a game what's joe looney's favorite pregame meal we take your questions to cowboys players and coaches and you can hear the answers directly back to you just say alexa open dallas cowboys star sports tours is the only official fan travel partner of the dallas cowboys offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players alumni and cheerleaders that's not all though you'll get to talk ex and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and of course with yours truly me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Back to the break. All right, so linebacker position for the Cowboys. Damian Wilson is expected to sign with Kansas City Chief. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> why are you laughing? Uh, just, you know, the, the the safety that we've been talking about for like two years just signed in Baltimore. But Dam- you're right, Damian Wilson did leave. <laughs> I mean, Damian um, Wilson did leave yeah. too. <laughs> Damian Wilson left, which... Okay, uh, what else can you say about Aaron Thomas? You're right. That, I mean, you can't keep talking about it. He gone. Oh, uh, have you listened to this program at any point in the last two years? <laughs> we we can talk at about Aaron Thomas. We have to does, move on. Does Connor Williams? Point. Does Connor Williams though the trade that you didn't make is that now where you look at you look at Connor Williams and say okay he needs to come back he needs to be a starter he needs to be a six seven year starter for you talking about to make this yeah to make this I mean I, I know Cowboy fans out there are, are looking at this Earl Thomas thing and you know they're shaking their heads and they're calling us all bad names and stuff this is when Twitter sucks by the way you know when you're trying to kind of be a, a voice of reason here and it's really not working very well but, th- but you're going to look at the Connor Williams second round on the clock conversation cool. with with John Snyder as okay you're you're better off because you didn't take Earl Thomas but you got this starting young yeah. guard instead if you, who's 21 years old 22 years old if you want to be the voice of reason then yeah it was still probably the right decision because what you get you get one season out of Earl 
Maybe. I mean, he played four games for the Seahawks. Sure. You can't, he might not have broken his leg. Maybe he plays all 16 games. We still games. love Earl, Earl Thomas. Sure. I mean, we're not saying but, it, but well, I mean, because I, I, I went point, on our show going, yeah, go for it. Point being. Okay, you had a chance to get him last year in the middle of the season. Yeah. And that, you try to play hard ball here, and then it didn't go no, your way. No question. This is where I'm asking, though, does the does – the, does the, But what I'm saying – well, so my point is, okay, Earl just got $55 million with right. 32 in guarantees after playing four games and breaking his leg. Let's say he helps the Cowboys to the playoffs. He would he would be getting more money than he got in this timeline. Like if he plays a full season with the Cowboys, he can command a better contract. He's still gone because they're not going to pay him. Yeah, and I'd then like to think you they, get one year out of Earl. They'd have a chance to maybe sign him early. Maybe, but as we're watching with D Law, they wouldn't. Well, not only that, but also like if I've learned one thing about Earl Thomas, I, I respect the hell out of that guy. I've never met him, but he is clearly, obviously he's a hell of a football player, but like, he's a savvy businessman too. Sure. Like, he, is, yeah. he is about his business and he ain't signing with the Cowboys in November. Cause it's three hours away from home. He's gonna be like, Nope, we're going to play this thing out and I'm going to get as much as I can. And so he would probably be They're gone all that way. I mean, oh, yeah. he's, he's the same way. Some, yeah. no, I know, but I, I, I think Earl Thomas is, is smart in but the way if, he goes about this stuff. Point being, he would still be gone. Let, and, and I doubt he would have helped the Cowboys win a Super Bowl, so he'd still be gone. So give me the 21-year-old guard who started 10 games last year and should, by all reasonable expectations, improve this year. I, I agree with you there. It, it, the only thing, if we're, if we're looking back in hindsight, then you know, if I would have known that, that Xavier Sulafilo would have been there, it would have been probably a better player that you can get for it's two true. years, then, um, then I, I like the trade. Um, even more, and maybe and, Joe Looney too. Yeah, if you think about the way Joe Looney played for you, yeah, but it doesn't change. So, all right, maybe it's not Connor Williams if you had known, but wouldn't you rather have four years of a player taken yeah. at sixty than twelve games of Earl Thomas? Yeah, no, I, I that's that's what I'm trying to say. I, I I love Earl Thomas. I was all about trying to get him doing whatever you had to do. But it would have been fun. I, I think if you look back on this, I think as, as fans, you look back on this, and if if in fact Connor Williams comes back at 22 years old and is a starter, is the type of guy. Heck, you know, let's be honest with you, Aaron Donald didn't kill you in that Rams game. Right. <laughs> it was the other guy that killed you, and the other guy was over your all pro tackle <laughs> or guard. So let's yeah. yeah. So I mean, if if you talk about a guy that had improvement, and I'm just looking back to evaluate the trade. I'm just trying to look back on draft day when we were sitting in this room talking about, well, who are they going to pick? Oh, they're going to take Connor Williams. Oh, wait a minute, we're hearing there's a possibility of an Earl Thomas trade here, and we're all like going, oh no, you know, kind of a thing. But I think to a man, we were okay with, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I know I I know I had a, a I had a Connor Williams in my top fifty. And when it came down to it at the end. So I, I'm okay. If you're telling me that Connor Williams is going to develop into a quality starting NFL guard, by all means, and, I, I th- they, they did the right thing. I expect him to. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I don't feel And the money was never going to. Because you're right, Dave. The player is not going to allow you. I'm not coming to you. I mean, he's thinking, oh, yeah, Cowboys, $8 million. Yeah, great. You know? No way. No way. That I mean, we, we, we were all dreaming that. Right. But reality was $14 million, hello, Owens Mills, which Maryland. You know, the fact that Earl didn't get something done at 1 o'clock on Monday gave a lot of people cause for optimism. I thought you could survive another day, you had a chance. Which clearly was not the case. <laughs> well, if you could survive today. But, well, I, okay, either way, Yeah. regardless. Point yeah. being is we're right back where we thought we would be anyway, which is they're going to wait till the second wave. I will say if if there's one thing, you know, I'm not trying to pump sunshine, but I think the caliber of player that's still left in free agency at this point is better than it typically is, especially it's I mean, every safety in the league was in available in free agency this year, it felt like. And a lot of those guys are still out there. So it ain't gonna be Earl Thomas, but you can still upgrade that position. Quinn, Cyprian. Clever. You are, mentioned you mentioned the Chargers guy. Are those guys better than Jeff Heath? Because, I mean, that's who's going to get th- knocked off the... Yeah, this is I'm where- not going to pretend that I've studied tape on all these guys, but I have to believe you can find a better safety than him at an affordable price sometime in the next week. People will argue about Sandejo from from wow. Minnesota. Used to play here. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying, but, I mean, I think there's medical concerns there with the concussions and things like that. So yeah. need to check more into that. 
But, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, to me, this is where we're writing about Jeff Heath today. And I, I would have liked to have been able to get a safety here because I'd like to put Jeff Heath back in the role in special teams. 100%. That I felt like struggled last year. I want him. Give I'm, Keith O'Quinn a chance, you know. And poor Jeff Heath plays, you know, how many, how many snaps Jeff Heath played a game? Oh, he plays 80 on defense, and he plays all of them on special teams. He plays 120 snaps a game, you know? I want Jeff Heath to be a big part of this football team and just don't necessarily want him playing be my 100% start. of the snaps on defense. Yeah. Yeah, no thank you. See, that's where I, that's where I think the Earl Thomas thing was very – that's where I was excited about it. Sure. And abs- but but, but would, you have to draft, Brian. I love to draft. And then if you don't, have, if you don't lo- do it through the draft, then, do you, well, we have the guys I, here. I absolutely love drafting. You watch, you watch these teams every week when they play the Cowboys. Yeah. Is there a guy out there that would make you feel better about safety? Well, I would, it would, you know, Gibson. The G- Tayshawn Gibson. Tayshawn oh, I Gibson. thought he signed with Well, the, no, I'm saying oh, okay. if he was available because I saw no, him play. a guy a, that's on the street. A guy that's not signed. Quinn, do Quinn, anything Quinn, for you? Quinn's probably the best guy out of that of the of the guys that I mean that was with the Lions. You know, you talk about him. I would love for them to be interested no. in Trey Boston, but, but they, they never they have. weren't last year. They never have. Yeah. They never have. Yeah. And there's people out there in the Cowboy fandom area that that oh Boston, you gotta get bought, you know. No. He man. was available until June last year. Yeah, nobody nobody went, nobody went there. Took so much as a whiff. Make it fun of the draft. Ravens are busy. <laughs> Getting Mark Ingram and it's it's curious. Like I said, it's it's Wednesday. Perfect back, by the way, for the Ravens. There's a lot of there's a lot to come, but man, it's gonna be it's gonna be confusing if they are trying to upgrade this team with just a second and a third round pick. I don't think that's gonna work out well for them. Yeah, it's just kind of an arrogance of like top gonna, ten top ten roster though. Let's talk about that again. We talked about top 10 roster. That's not good enough for Jason Garrett because they he finished eighth, right? Mm-hmm. He finished eighth in, in, the, yeah. in the, the final standings. And so if he finishes eighth again, I bet he's gone. Okay. So now, now. He needs to be a top five. Offense. Now, we, instead, of, instead of talking about free agency, we need to talk about the head coach. That's, that's the trick. See, but that's That's not a gonna... great lunchroom conversation, by the way. Who could coach this team into the top four it's not going to change between now and the start of the season no it's not so it's not i like that doesn't do anything for me like this isn't jason garrett like not making these moves because if you're you know yeah everyone knows that it's easy to spend other people's money so I mean, if, if i'm jason free- garrett I, I am trying like hell to get them to spend every bit I, like the guy at the jets the general man mike mckegna at the jets yeah keep keep spending it's gonna be somebody else's problem yeah. you know <laughs> It's not my problem anymore. Any more no. words of Shaggy? It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> it's, I, I mean, he got to the divisional round with this roster last year, and the way it looks right now is they're going to ask him to do the same thing. Maybe. I mean. Travis Frederick coming back. Maybe. When you say, I mean, you say prove it year to players all the time. Jason Witt maybe helping in the red zone. Prove it year for Demarcus Lawrence last year. Okay, go out and prove you're an all pro. He yeah. did. I mean, like. Go out and prove you deserve another contract. Like, we're not going to give you Earl just, Thomas. Just go make it work with what you got. You did it last year. Prove that this football team can handle success because they haven't shown it. They come back Which, from 14, they were bad in 15. They come back in 16, they were decent but not good enough in 17. 18, he that comes back. for me – Every other year, let's see if you can handle success with a little bit of a target on you that, oh, this is a good football team, we'll act like. But, okay, fair, but that, for more so than anything in free agency or anything else, that is, that is what frustrates me as somebody who follows this team is they are currently not setting themselves up to do that because they are in the early stages of a standoff with arguably their best player. Mm-hmm. They're arguably their best player who needs a surgery that could sideline him for multiple months. And it doesn't sound like he's going to do it until he gets a deal. So is this team really going to get better and sustain success if DeMarcus Lawrence isn't it? I mean, okay, forget training camp. OTAs, setting the tone for these guys. letting. Could this team survive without DeMarcus Lawrence? What no. do you mean by survive? No. Could they survive? Could no. they win games? Sure. Could, let me ask you no. this. Are they capable of, of having a bad season even with him signed? Yeah, of course. Anything. I mean, yeah. he could yeah. break his fifth metatarsal like but, Des did yeah. three quarters into his first game. But with the just with the fact of you, you've got Taco who hasn't done anything for you, and you don't know what's going to happen with Gregory and Dorrance Armstrong. This just seems like a guy right now. Um, 
I no, I don't. I don't like the fact of not having a defense. I, in fact, I mean, I, that's a top priority. The way me. the way that this. Let me. If you include the fact that Demarcus Lawrence is staying away, you couldn't play games with this defensive line right now. You don't have enough. You don't have enough bodies, and you don't have enough talent. So survive. I mean, no. I mean, they're not going to achieve their ultimate yeah. goal without Demarcus Lawrence. You might be able to win some games, but I mean, you want to go back to. The post-Demarcus Ware years where you're Oh, you're, best. You're, you're already looking at me like, oh, Broadus, you're going to start bitching when they have no pass rush, right? <laughs> we, we finished the season with 24 sacks? How did that happen? Oh, yeah. well, you didn't pay your best pass rusher. That's Byron Jones gave up nine touchdowns this year? Was well, he more – okay, let me ask you this. You're paying a guy, is he more eight sacks or 14 sacks? He is more – I get the guy plays the run. Love it. Love it. I think he's like a baseline of eight with – 14 to 16 as the ceiling. Like, and, and, I mean, and you know, injuries factor into that, double teams factor into that, the other talent on the line. So I put it like a, like a basement of eight and a ceiling of like 16, 17. Somewhere, I mean, anywhere in there. What's he closest to? Split the difference 10, oh, 11, geez, 12. Well, I, know, want, I know. You want me to peg this guy's sack total? I want you to try. Nine months ahead <laughs> of time. You, we're just doing radio I here today. You sign him, you sign him for. Let's say you sign him for five years. I bet he won't have less than. Oh, is he going to become the guy that all of a sudden we give the money to, and then when he doesn't no. get sacks for like three, four games in a row, assuming, that the fans are losing their minds? Yes. Assuming. Well, am I right about that? Yeah. Okay. Am I right? That that happens with anybody. That's, oh, okay. does it? Yes. 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 Every player oh, that gets a contract. Whoever you pay yes. big money to, yes. and every if they player don't that perform, gets a big contract every, every gets complained about. I'm trying to ask you guys: produce. Is he closer to eight sacks or sixteen? For the money you're going to give him, probably closer to eight. Well, you you said fourteen and, and fourteen. So, okay, I'll go fourteen. A, that's I'll a go tough four. one. I'd... I'll go. How about I go twelve? Okay, yeah. but you ha- you have to look at other things aside from just his own personal numbers. You sign you sign him to a five year deal. Stakes over here. We I do bet, have stakes. I bet you he'll hover he'll hover between nine and twelve. Good for enough the majority for fans, of that Nick. Deal. No, that's not good enough for fans. It won't be good. It won't be good enough for fans. Hey, they kill friggin' is. they kill Crawford. They, nothing's good enough for fans. I mean, unless good, you... All right, good enough for you? 12 sacks. Okay, okay, eight sacks, good enough for you. Zeke Zeke gets a huge deal. Okay. Okay, let's say he Every does Every time he has an 80-yard game, it'll be... The, when the Rams game... Let's story. say the Rams game ended the season with a strong 47 yards from him. Yeah. After And he gets this big deal. Yeah. We're going to be talking about that. Got more breaking news here. Ian Rappaport. Let's go. Jameez Alawale has agreed to terms with the Dallas Cowboys. Is that, is that not what you wanted to hear, Nick? Is that not the news you were looking for? We can move on. Kyler Murray didn't measure today, by the way. Did you see that? Well, for his pro day, he didn't remeasure. Are you he, trying to say he faked it? Like, did he put like risers in his shoes? He he did not remeasure at the pro day, from what I was told. Our fans don't care about that. Save just, that. Save that for the draft show. That's yeah, that's tomorrow. <laughs> what, what? What? Was that Roy Williams? It looked like Roy Williams. We're watching TV. We're bad. We're yeah, bad. like y'all are. This is bad, bad radio. radio. This yeah. is bad radio. I just want to know, though. I just want to know. If you told me Demarcus Lawrence could reliably get to double digits, even if it's only ten, on top of everything he does against the run and and the attitude that he brings, I think that's worth it. Does I, he deserve to be the top one of the top paid defensive ends just playing the run and getting eight sacks? I didn't say eight. I said double digits. But ten. Okay, but what else is he doing in the line? Is he allowing other guys to get to the quarterback? That's my hope. That's another that's thing. Even hope. if he's not the one registering they're, those stats. They're capable of paying this guy and them having a losing season. Am that, I right? That's everybody. Like, that's any position. That's, I mean, that's the risk of football. What do you okay. want? And I mean, no. <laughs> what do you want, Brian? What do you want? I'm just saying. The price tag is a lot, but sorry, that's the going rate for guys that affect the quarterback. Like, that, I mean. If you want to trade him, like I mean, you talk, go back and listen to the draft show segment we did. I'm at least you kind of going that direction now. I'd rather sign him, but like if you if you're telling me, would I rather trade him today or draw this thing out until July? And now we're like, well, he he might be ready for opening day, and like all of all of a sudden he's not good because he had, didn't have a training camp and isn't completely healthy and all this other nonsense like Des Bryant then just rip the Band-Aid off. I would rather rip the Band-Aid off than draw this out into this big frustrating thing. And that's the point I was making earlier is like this team doesn't seem to ever want to let itself build momentum. Like if if this is your guy, 
and and you like him and you're convinced just bite the bullet because the market dictates that's what he's worth and that's just what it is and i'm sorry playing hardball is only going to hurt you in the long run because all of a sudden he's not wearing pads at training camp he's out there conditioning instead because he didn't have an off season and he's not the player that you got used to watching for two years because he didn't have an off season and now all of a sudden it's his fault that he's not getting sacks because he didn't have an off season <laughs> I, 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 I'm already pissed off thinking about that, and it will be very frustrating if that's what happens. So if you're telling me, oh, get ready. If you're telling me those are my two options, oh, get ready. I'd rather rip the bandaid off and get some draft picks than do that, honestly. And that, and I hope that doesn't happen because I think the world of Demarcus. You okay? I'm good. No, no. You okay with you okay with trading this guy? If you had to. No, I don't want to trade him. I'm not trading him. I don't. I because you're like. Trading them for what? Like, when are you going to try to get better? Like, it's always like trading picks, next year's one, all this stuff. To When are you ever going to just pounce and say, why, we're, we're going to play now? Why aren't they not better? I don't. Why okay, let, let's go ahead and take our final break. When we come back, we'll answer that question. Yeah. Why are the Cowboys not better? <laughs> all right. <laughs> While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It's time for tailgate with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the Crock-Pot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes, up to 64 ounce. The Growler. Hmm. I like how Otterbox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to the break. All right. Who wants to attempt to answer this question? I think it's going to fall on you, Nick. Why okay. are the Cowboys not better? Oh, uh, <laughs> they're not better because they don't have any consistency in. in no, actually, they have, they have plenty of <laughs> they have plenty of consistency. That's just the problem. They're, they're just too consistent. They're just too back and forth, back and forth. They, I, I think a lot of it's arrogance. I really do. I said it earlier. I, I think that they have this arrogance that, you know, we do this the right way. This is how we do it. This is our approach. But after 22 years of not making it to the Super Bowl, it's not working. Flip it up. Why do you have to wear blue every single day? Why? Why? Fix it up. Change it up. Do something different because this isn't working. I mean, it's working to a point, but it's not. I mean, why Why are you not more active in free agency? And why did you plan to not be active in free agency? That's my big issue. It's the only thing not to do it. I'm just going to leave it at that. But they planned to not be active in free agency. You know, he makes a good point. For a team that prides itself, as we talk about, on signing its own, they didn't sign one of its own right now. Right. They didn't mm-hmm. go aggressively, aggressively, and 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 sign a guy that that we just talked about. Dave, I thought you made some excellent points about 
the player and, and what he could bring. And, you know, you're, you guys are right about the injury stuff. I'm, I'm glad everybody talked about that. But you think if they're going to be, you know, sign your own, sign your own. That's go out and get this done. Go out and get – go out and, and, and Nick talked about the word momentum. Or Dave talked about the word momentum. You know, it, it does not exist here. It does not exist. You're right about that. You know, and I like to blame the coach because I, I, <laughs> I do, and I always, I always do, and I, and I think that they're not better because of the coach. You know, and you talked about it, wearing blue every day and being the same guy and all that. And you know, the guy show me, th- and I, I make a joke about it, he show me three NFC championship hats every time I try and fire the man. But something needs to be done there. You know, and the, and hopefully this is the season where. It, it is done. Hopefully, this is the okay. You you've you've exhausted everything you've done. You've you've done the best you could. It's not good enough. Move on. You know. And I know Cowboy fans will be happy about that. But again, it's another year. Well, and they're not better, I think, because of the coach. That's me. Maybe, like I said, I mean, that would be fascinating. I mean, you'll never hear like a real answer to that. But like, what if this is a prove it year? In the season, you're like, no, we're not going to. What if it's a prove it year for the quarterback? What if it's a prove it year for the coach? What if well, it's a prove it year me, for a lot of people? Let me stick. Let me What's stick. It's a prove it year for me. Let me stick with Jason Garrett for a sec. <laughs> I mean, you know, what, I mean, what if the front office is like, we're not going to money whip these guys and invest all this stuff in the and then salary have a new cap coach come and in? then just start over with a new coach who like hates half the decisions we made? And you're yeah. like, hey, Jason. But, but he won't. Uh, not to cut you off, but he won't hate the decisions because that'll be the decision making of Jerry hires you or not. Well, that's, you okay with well, Dak? You know, I don't really like Dak. I okay, didn't, thank you. Have a good day. I didn't Next. mean I didn't mean Dak so much as like an Earl Thomas or uh, you know if you bring but, in these ballyhooed free agents. And then point being is like, hey Jason, if you want a, a contract extension and you want security and all that stuff. You made the playoffs with this roster. Go do it again. Go. I mean, if you're a great coach, you yeah. should be able to take this to another level without all this crazy help. And I'm not saying that that will work, but maybe that's their mindset. I don't know. And, yeah, and I, like I said, they would, they would me, never admit the that talent, even if it was true. The talent on the field has not necessarily always been the question. I think the Cowboys have always had good talent, good enough talent to get you where you're trying to get to. The thing is, and it just that's the reality. It comes down to the coaching and what the coaching is doing and what they're not doing. You can get to where you need to be with these players that you have. And every year that passes by, you know, I like talking about the life expectancy of a player yeah. that's just being wasted every year. Look at Zeke going to his fourth year. Yeah, that that's unacceptable, and it really upsets me. And yeah. let me shut up before I say something bad. You know, one thing that is going to be different is the schedule. I mean, there's I, no question. I mean, yeah, usually I don't like to say that because no, I, everything can change. But I know New England's going to be good. I know mm. the Saints are going to be good. I know the Packers are going to be. I mean, they're going to have Aaron Rodgers, and <laughs> yeah. I know that the Rams, Rams, Saints. It's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough looking schedule. Philadelphia will be back probably with what they're doing. You probably know. got two wins from the Giants thanks to their yeah, wheeling and dealing, though. You got to play with the Bills, though. You got to stop that guy. True, you do have to stop Colby's. You got to stop yeah. the sauce. I mean, there's a hint of there's a hint of sarcasm in your voice, but like, watch him just <laughs> oh, he, watch him just torch him. Ball out. Is it? Is it? Do we agree though? The roster is good enough to be a top four roster. Do we agree that well, a top four team? We'll see in the in the in the NFC East in or the, in NFC in the NFC, NFC the, the top four the conference. In the conference, oh uh, yeah, okay. When you include the AFC, I'm a little more reluctant, but yeah, yeah. yeah. the Saints, the Saints are better, and they were a top four team in the NFC last year. Yeah, they already were. Yeah, they beat the Saints. That's it's. You try not to let the last game color your opinion too much, but man, they just they got outclassed in that game. I know they only lost by eight. Mickey will tell me that, and they you know <laughs> they scored more points than everybody else. No, oh, like God, they got outclassed <laughs> in that game it, like, rem- badly. It reminded me of of like high school football of like a five a four A team playing a six A team because what what is the difference when when you see that they all have skill players, yeah. but usually it's it's yeah you just can't like, you just when get, you watch Alabama just steadily you just grind. Up, up down. Front. Yeah. You know, somebody like a Central Florida is pretty good, all, you know, and they have good skill players, but if they played Alabama, they wouldn't get many yards on the line of scrimmage. And that's yep. what it felt like. You couldn't run the ball, couldn't definitely couldn't stop the run. It was an eight point game. I mean, you know, the Rams right. led by like 15, but like at it no sounds point. Like, it sounded like players then more than coaching. 
Well, it, I think I mean it, it. all goes hand in hand. I don't like that's. I'm not willing to just finger point one specific area because yeah, like they got. Oh, I am. They got out talented in that game, but they absolutely got out coached too. Yeah, and that that's my point is you try not to let that color your opinion too much, but like you watch that game and you're just like. Man, they're not that close. Like that's the opinion I came away with. I yeah, didn't it, see it very well. You know. Yeah, our view sucked. So you felt good coming out of Seattle. You felt good coming out of that game, but then yeah. you get to the Rams. It's a, just a, a hit a reality. Yeah, sure felt like it. Maybe well, it was just a bad day because we've seen that defense play a lot better against. Human log was hurt. Yeah, the shoulder. You're right. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think when teams figure out how to how to run the ball and really move them around. I mean, the Colts and the the Rams. They had so many things going on in their passing game that I think they allowed them to just have these gaping holes and, and run the ball. I mean, I, they, they were... And as a defense, you get lost. Yeah, they were yeah. out-schemed in, in the Colts game and the Rams game. Yeah. You know, and you understand it when Gurley's doing it, but when, like, Marlon Mack is doing it, you're like, what's going on here? So yeah. you saw some holes there at the defensive, defensive yeah. line. I mean, who... You got Malik Collins and Antoine Woods are good players. I like. I feel good about that. Well, you need more there, don't you? You need way a more. lot more. Are you not concerned with the injuries from Malik Collins? I mean, he's. He, I mean, he's a good player, but he, he he battled all last year with the same type of injury. He I, no, you're, he's had he's dealt with injuries every year of his career, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised. It's a contract year for him. I wouldn't be surprised if this is his last year. But he's a good player. Yeah, I don't have a problem with him, but. There's nothing in the way of depth behind them. Right. You, I mean, I know there's. it seems like there's optimism that Randy Gregory could make a comeback. You certainly can't count on it. Again, you're, you're keeping your best defensive lineman out of the building on purpose right now. Uh, so it's, it's hard to feel good about that. And that's my point is I hear everything you're saying about the coach, but they did not look talented enough to beat the Super Bowl runner-up. Like they played the team that lost the Super Bowl – and did not look remotely as talented. And they have not done anything to upgrade the roster. And, you know, if they don't want to money whip Earl Thomas, that that's fine with me, honestly. It's, again, the frustrating thing for me is sign our own, sign our own. They got their own. They asked him to prove it. He did. And that, as it that stands to, right that now, to me they, is frustrating. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're going to tell me sign my own, sign my own, sign your own. It's like, which, you know, if, Demar- if Demarcus Lawrence had gone out there and had a disappointing season, they would not hesitate to lowball him. They'd be like, well, this is what your play on the field dictated you were worth. But he had a really good season and made another Pro Bowl, and they're like, well, we didn't want you to prove it that much. Like, now you're too expensive. Like, you asked that. You asked him to do that. You could have signed him last year. Or tried to, at least. Yeah. You asked him to up his value, and he did, yeah. and you don't like the result. Sorry. You know, it's That's like, how this works. It's like a Saturday, and you have, like, a to-do list of, like, nine things, and, and most of them are shopping, but... One of them is go to the bank. You're going to do that first. Right. You're going to go to the yeah. bank, get, do that. Yeah. And now you can go maybe do the shopping you need to do. And, that, and, and they you, haven't done that. You can't, and that's, I mean, you can't have the rest of these conversations until you do something with him, honestly. And that yeah. doesn't seem likely to happen anytime soon. And that's a bummer. All right, I'm going to change the subject a little bit. It doesn't seem like y'all really want to talk about Sean Lee, but we have to because it is something that the Cowboys did do mm-hmm. during this past week, <laughs> which was restructure his contract, basically gave him somewhat of a pay cut and, and got some incentives in well, there. You're, you're just being nice because this was really like one of those Sunday, <laughs> slashing prices Slash here. it down. He, he was okay, with, but with some incentives in there, thrown in there. But... As always, we always look at a fan's response, and a lot of the responses I was able to read after this happened was, why? Why even do that? Why not get rid of him and save more money? He doesn't do anything. He's always hurt, blah, blah, you know, same story that we always hear. What are your thoughts on on this signing and what the Cowboys did there with him? He doesn't do things that they see. He does things that that the Cowboys see, And, and I know it's not always about you know, behind closed doors. But in this case, I do think that, that he can, he could be a, a benefit to this, um, to this team. And, you know, he still, he still can make some plays, but again, like Dave said, you, you remember the last one and, and, uh, you know, a lot of it too is, is, is scheme and, and the Cowboys are going to have to with Witten and with Lee, they're going to have to realize that 2012 is not coming back. That's gone. Like, it's gone. Don't put, Sean Lee out on the field on the biggest play of the season, third and seven or whatever, 
Yeah, I'd like to have I'd like to have Leighton Vanderesh out there instead of him. I think he could have got off that block a little bit better. Is but it they got to have that? They got to quit this arrogance of like that. Nah, Sean Lee, it's Sean Lee. Is it not fair to say though that on and you grade the tape on the whole, Sean Lee played a better game that night than the I don't t- think anybody on defense well, played a great. That's, game. that's a good point. I yeah, mean, I don't think you I, give up five hundred yeah, yards, two hundred seventy three rushing yeah, yards. Yeah, they they didn't get off blocks. They the fits were bad. I mean, they they were bad overall. This one That's true. Leighton wasn't good. No, so. no, no he wasn't. He, wasn't he might have played the worst game of his rookie year. Yeah, and so, but I don't. This, this is one. I don't, I don't understand the consternation because you took his price down and, and there's incentive. Like if he plays 80% of the snaps, he can earn a lot of that money back. He probably won't like mm-hmm. that. He's your third, maybe your fourth linebacker. He's nice insurance and, and all of the intangibles that he brings to the table that Nick mentioned as well. That's and, what I would have done as I point to a TV. What? Sign Tyrod Taylor to a two-year deal? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, I would have done that. That's fair. That's one move that I do like. Sorry, Coop. I know. I know you like Mike White. Though. I do. So maybe we should. You know, I should. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens this summer. Having having Sean Lee here doesn't upset. Like you're not you're not going to take a 23 year old Pro Bowler off the field more than every now and then. I I don't believe that. Has anybody fallen further than Sean Lee? Seriously, no. He, this time last year, we he were was, all talking about how we can't play defense without. He Sean was Lee. the hero, and nobody wanted a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and now, all of a sudden, it's like get this guy off our team. Which oh, tacos him pretty good. Well, Sean Lee, Sean Lee is not the player. And Lee are the two guys that everybody wants to go after money. Well, that the funny thing, Hearns. and that's Hearns. The other thing that makes me chuckle too is they're like, get these guys off the team, and then we can go sign these guys. I'm like, what about this? Don't you understand? They would not use that money even if they cut those guys. Right? They're not going to do it. So the fact that Alan Hearns... What happened with the Des money? Yeah, right. They, they, they carried over like $12 million. They, they're not going to sign those types of deals, even if they had Alan Hearns and Sean Lee's money. So you might as well have a versatile, good attitude wide receiver in the locker room and a versatile alpha dog leader linebacker who can step in if your Pro Bowler gets hurt. Yeah. Like These are good things, like and we, they're not... Breaking your cap, they're a little more expensive than you would prefer, but you wouldn't be doing anything with that money anyway. So week, get over week 10 it. Ten against Buffalo, Sean Lee has to make a start. Yes, one of those things. A hundred percent. Better, better, better. Sean Lee make a start than than Damian Wilson, right? Yes, exactly. Well, here's a comment from one of our fans on Twitter. Why not make Sean Lee a coach? It does not cost cap dollars. Because coaches can't step in and start for you in week ten in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Like you've put me in. Literally, arguably the I would put in Chris Richard. One of the three like best leaders, best football character guys on this roster. He is still capable of playing at a high level. He showed it this as recently as this year. And he's not costing you that much money. And even if he's costing you more than you would prefer, you wouldn't be spending that money anyway. So what are we mad about? No, oh, no, we're mad because What are we mad about? Because we mad. just signed Ola Wally. How now, how many <laughs> That's why if Sean Lee plays more than like 40 per not 40. Like he's going to play like 30% of the snaps barring injuries. Is this is the Layton and Jalen show? There's no question that's going to be so the case. And so again like I'm totally okay with this. No, I just I, I'm I, yelling at you but I'm really not. Oh, you know what I mean? You're yelling at Joe and Flower Mound? I'm yelling at Joe and Flower Mound. Yeah. Did this team get better since the show started or did it get worse because I don't think it got worse but it didn't get better. Well, did it get worse because the one guy that everyone was like, "You know what? We'd feel a lot better if you just went out and got Earl." And that went away. Didn't we really? We, did they get better because they got Jameis? We, Jameis. It would be easy to poke fun at him, but like for all their lo- like they don't even Keith Smith for all the love they talk like they they always have a fullback they mm-hmm. do blah 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 they don't use him anyway. No. I know I know he dropped a touchdown in Indianapolis, but like they don't use him anyway. From so, what from what this I, is Nick's not getting better theory here. Yeah, from what I've heard though, and this isn't going to get anyone excited, but I think that they're they're going to try to use him more in the offense and not so much as a fullback, but more as a, a one big, back as runner, a big run, yeah. big runner. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I know. I mean, <laughs> Let me know. Okay. Whatever. Okay. You know he's one of the fastest players on the team. Not he's an, just, a, he's an not athletic just, guy. Not just at, at, at like his position. You line up the whole team, and he's one in the top ten. It's obvious. He weighs 260 pounds. Doesn't matter. He's an, Doesn't he, matter if we haven't seen it. You can go. I mean, we uh, should know this, but we don't. I just said I'm just saying. I remember this from when they Good traded point. for him. Um, 
he Spe- actually does matter. Special teams. He led the team in special teams, and he used that speed to run down on punts and kickoffs. Okay, sorry. He, he, he housed the touchdown from like eighty yards away when he was in Oakland yeah. against uh, Houston. Not in I think the United States. No, it was not in the United States. It was in Mexico. Like he is totally irrelevant. I just want. He's to say an athletic that. guy. I no. Yeah, he, they if they want to use him more, that's great. Because like, yeah, honestly, like. They didn't use they didn't use him last year at all. Like I don't know his percentage of snaps, but I know it's not large. Does our attitude change if they somehow get this contract done with the defensive end in the next week or so? Yes. If, if my only, attitude changes. If if Demarcus Lawrence is here for the start of the offseason program and I can count on him. You're looking at camp, captain's workouts and he's out there kind of leading everybody. Yeah, if I get to work and he's leading the defensive line, I mean, they still have work to do. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they, they, I think they need to sign a safety. Yeah. They need to bring in another defensive end who's capable of starting. But, what if, but what I would if feel those, better if he was in the building. But what if those two options you just said are no longer really on the table because they didn't sign him two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago? because they kind of waited till mm. now cap space is fungible enough that i think you can do that you can get it done even with demarcus on the tag you can make those things happen and it's not going to be the guy that gets you excited and makes you run out and buy an earl thomas jersey it'll be more of what we're used to go get a golden tate but a golden tate would that's a step up that would yeah. get people excited yeah I'm with that. But even, you know, if, you know, I'll just using a name because it's in my head. Like if they sign Glover Quinn, yeah. I, I can get down with that. It's yeah. better than what they had. It's not exciting, but it's a yeah. start. At this point, if you don't sign Golden Tate or Sue, no one's going to be excited. Honestly, I think in, in terms of like getting the average fan excited, that flew the coop when Earl signed. Yeah. Like, that's gone. That was a kick. That was a gut punch. But, you know, again, I'm not trying to... Oh, we're done. So we could keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not... are going to go today. What time are we doing our uh, Periscope? Four. At, Four the ri- at the risk of sounding like an apologist, I don't care about getting people excited. Just make the team better. And yeah. I, still, I still think that they can do that. Yeah. But I'm not optimistic that they're going to right okay. now. Well, let's hope that next week... We will be talking about some exciting things that the Cowboys did. In the meantime, let's just keep our finger crossed and hope that this team does get better. For Brian Rodas, Nicky Eman, David Hellman, Amber Garcia, this has been The Break on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!